Hi, I'm Peter Alsop, and this week's Songs to Chew comes from my live Family Roles album, recorded with my daughter Willow at our presentation for about, oh, 600 human service professionals at a national laughter and play conference at the Disneyland Hotel in 1991. The song is called Logical. It's also included on my Take Me With You family album. Being logical is what we do when we want others to understand something more completely. And sometimes it's a great help to someone else so they can see things our way. Logical thinking is a valuable skill. But sometimes us logical thinkers can get carried away when we use logic to convince someone else that our ideas are the best ones, especially when we're dead set on proving to them that their ideas are wrong. When we do this, we miss something important. Other people's feelings are very real to them and they need to be considered and validated even if we disagree with their conclusions, even if they're illogical. We can make a big difference in resolving our disagreements by paying attention to how we use our logic when we explain things. Attacking someone else's position by being logical doesn't work very well. I've met lots of folks for whom logic is the only tool in their toolbox. If we just focus on using our own logic without regard or understanding of how other people came to their conclusions, then there's little hope that we will find a way for us to proceed together successfully. The examples in the song come from our family interactions, but the concepts are totally relevant to even the most business-like interactions. So, we can chew on these ideas a bit more after we listen to our song for today, Logical. Actually, I got one of my, my daughters here tonight who's going to help me do a song about that. Would that be okay if she came up and did a song? Where are you, Willow? You out there somewhere? Here she comes. So what happens, you see, is us enablers always stay in our heads. We're trying to be logical. That way we don't have to deal with all the feelings down here in our bodies, you see. And I'm trying to teach this to my daughter, Willow, when she's five, right? And I say, listen, honey, you have to learn how to be logical if you want to learn to get along with grown-ups in the world. And she says, that's not why you want me to be logical, Dad. And I said, well, why do I want you to be logical, honey? She said, so I'll do it your way. <laughs> Busted. So at least I got a good song out of the thing. And I'm going to teach it to you. It goes like this. Logical. Logical, why do you have to be so logical? Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical reply. Okay, let's try it all together. Here you go, you ready? Logical, logical, why do you have to be so good? Singing, all right. Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical reply. That's great. Now, see, I was a school teacher for a while, and I used to teach kids how to act like grown-ups. Now I go around the country teaching grown-ups how to act like kids. It's a much healthier gig, let me tell you. It's true. And in case you're having trouble getting back in touch with that little five-year-old inside of you that bought into the fact that you were supposed to be logical if you were going to be accepted in the adult world, we've got an exercise for you. We're going to sing this chorus one more time, but this time, what I want you to do is I want you all to scrunch up your noses. Please scrunch them up. Now check your neighbors, make sure they're scrunching their noses too, and we'll try it one more time. Here we go. Logical, logical, why do you have to be so good at scrunching? All right. Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical Great. I love watching you people. Some people are out there, they're scrunching and singing. Other people are sitting there saying, I'll scrunch my nose, but I'm not checking my neighbor's nose. There's no way. Dad, I'm too full to eat my beans. You're too full, what does that mean? My tummy's got no room, it's true. Well, that means no room for dessert, too. Well, I have space left for ice cream. Then you could fill that space with beans. The beans are overflowing, Dad. No room for ice cream, then too bad. Logical, logical, 
why do you have to be so good singing? All right. Never mind, don't tell me why. You'll have a logical reply. All right. Dad, I'm too sick for school today. But I don't need medicine, okay? Well, don't you want to feel well? Yeah, but I can't t stand the smell. That stuff tastes like old dead clams. It'll make me sicker than I am. I'm not that sick, Dad. I won't die. Then off to school you go. Goodbye. Dad. Logical, logical. Why do you have to be so logical? Never mind, don't tell me why. You'll have a logical reply. That's great. Some people are still holding full scrunch out there. Have you noticed that? Well, there's... You ever go see the... Did any of you ever see the movie E.T.? Remember that? Remember the early parts of the movie, how scary it was in the cornfield there? You know, I took my little girl Megan in to see that, you know, and she's going, let me out of here. I'm going, no, no, dude, you're going to like it. It's a kid's film. It's wonderful, you know. Excuse me. Do you like monster movies, dear? I don't like this one. He's too weird. Well, he's just an actor. You know that. I don't care. His head's all fat. He saves a little boy, you know. Who cares? I'm scared. Come on, let's go. Yes? Ah, there he is. I'm out of here. Remember that one? <laughs> Willow and I talked about this before. You know, when we see people get up on stage, they never, never make mistakes. So Willow said she was going to make a couple of mistakes tonight just so that you people weren't inhibited by her performance and, and your own growth. So we really appreciate that. Do you like monster movies, dear? I don't like this one. He's too weird. Well, he's just an actor. You know that. I don't care. His head's all fat. He saves a little boy, you know. Who cares? I'm scared. Come on, let's go. Ah, uh, there he is. I'm out of here. Come back. It's just a movie, dear. Logical, logical. Why do you have to be so logical? Good. Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical reply. Here, maybe you can relate to this one. But I don't want to learn to swim. Come on, it's fun. I'll help you in. Don't push me in. I'll drown. Ah. Splash, that's good. Now move your legs around. You're okay, this will save your life someday And swimming's healthy too, you know Hey, wait a minute, where'd you go? Gee, they didn't sing with us on that one, man. Come on, it's time to take your bath Mom, I haven't done my math. Then why is television on? It's almost over, Mom. Come on. Your neck is filthy. Let's go. Move. But I don't see what this will prove. I just get dirty every day. So let's save water, okay? No. Logical, logical. Why don't you like it when I'm logical? Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical reply. Logical, come on, put your hands together. Logical, why do you have to be so logical? Never mind, don't tell me why you'll have a logical reply. All right. Hello. Thanks. It was wonderful to be able to have my kids perform with me from time to time. 
I know from firsthand experience that us grown-ups often use logic to try to get children to behave properly. In other words, to act grown-up. I know lots of grown-ups who don't act grown-up. When parents have preconceived notions of how we want our children to turn out, some of us feel a twinge of disappointment if we notice that our children don't exactly fit the mold of what we had planned for them. Often, as we try to encourage them to do it our way, we can easily slip into using other more forceful means to control them, such as guilt, punishment, manipulation, or hey, even logic. Even though our kids usually give us very clear messages that they don't exactly want to do what we want them to do, some parents still nag and control the kids. We may not feel good about it, but we still do it. Strangely enough, some parents are oblivious and unaware of our overt manipulation even when we do it. Who, me? Manipulate my children? <laughs> Never, come on. See, I grew up in America and I learned a kind of implicit message that what one thinks is more important than what one feels. It's an inaccurate message, and it's often embraced by those of us who find it difficult to deal with our own feelings. Our government and business institutions, our military, scientific, academic, and even some of our family systems are based on this inaccurate message. We see this in how much people get paid for their jobs. Left-brain occupations dealing with logical, cognitive, analytical, concrete ideas like lawyers, doctors, airline pilots, and tech specialists get paid way more for working than right-brain occupations like teachers, nurses, daycare or elder care providers, and mental health practitioners. Even though these folks work just as intelligently and skillfully as the left-brain folks, we get paid less because we work with human feelings and emotions as we guide and help children, grown-ups, and elderly people negotiate the complex stew of different feelings and emotional flavors that most humans face every day. Most of us would agree that logic is a thinking process. So when we use logic, it's important for us to remember that logic is just a tool that we use to navigate through the context of our larger, often confusing lives. There are so many other external factors that are affected by each single little logical decision we make. It's almost impossible to consider them all. We need to value and take into account that the impact of our intent, our project, may have far-reaching consequences for all the people around us in particular, and beyond that, consequences for the animals, plants, and the entire much larger environment around all of us. So before we proceed with our logical conclusions, it will serve us well to temporarily shelve our logical focus and check in with the feelings and ideas of others around us. We can check in with our own feelings as well and value all of this, perhaps illogical information, as still very pertinent to help guide us as to how we might temper and even improve the outcomes of our logical processes before we decide to proceed. As we explore these other contexts and consider how they may affect us, how our decisions may affect the future, we will be following the wise path of the indigenous tribal councils that would carefully consider how our actions taken today may affect the lives of our seventh generation, our grandchildren's grandchildren. Big systems take time to readjust, but it's always a worthy endeavor. Eventually, when all parties are included in the process, we can come up with a more just and workable system with less and less turmoil. Together, we can work out how to do things in more caring ways. I'm Peter Alsop, and I'm so glad you stopped by. You can listen to this podcast by clicking the link below. Please follow or subscribe. It's free. And I'll see you next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.